0: 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. Hey,
1: Andrew. Hello, Edwin. Good to see you this morning. Good to see you, sir. I'm ready to talk a little bit more about Psalm 26. That sounds great. I've got it right here in the New King James. Yesterday, we were talking about the house of the Lord. Today, I'd like to talk about the grace of the Lord. You up for that? that? Sounds good to me. Why don't you read that in the New King James there for me? All right.
0: A Psalm of David Vindicate me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity. I have also trusted in the Lord, I shall not slip. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. Try my mind and my heart, for your loving kindness is before my eyes, and I have walked in your truth. I have not sat with idolatrous mortals, nor will I go in with hypocrites. I have hated the assembly of evildoers, and will not sit with the wicked. I will wash my hands in innocence, so I will go about your altar, O Lord, that I may proclaim with the voice of thanksgiving and tell of all your wondrous works. Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your glory dwells. Do not gather my soul with sinners, nor my life with bloodthirsty men, in whose hands is a sinister scheme and whose right hand is full of bribes. But as for me, I will walk in my integrity. Redeem me. And be merciful to me. My foot stands in an even place in the congregations. I will bless the Lord.
1: Amen. 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 These Psalms we've been reading of late. It's like, in fact, this morning... As I was with my family and we were doing some of the psalms reading, which of course today we're recording weeks ahead of what we were actually studying this morning. Many, many weeks. And I, I was just talking to them about. Can't Man, wait some to of find psalms... out who wins the Super Bowl. No kidding. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we already know that. I mean, you know, most of the people around here don't think it's unfortunate, but I was a little disappointed. <laughs> Anyway, uh just these psalms just as we get to the end of them to me they're just just the reading of them is so powerful. It's hard for me not to say amen or praise god or hosanna or hallelujah. They're just these are so powerful. They've just been very helpful for me.
0: They are great. They are great. Um so looking at Psalm 26 here's a here's a opportunity I guess to point out to the listeners that we have one of these features we've talked about from time to time in these psalms. The feature is inclusio ah, I love that word, okay, so it begins and ends with the same thoughts same yes. themes or same words, yes, okay, and so we picked up on um integrity. We talked about that a little bit yesterday in verse one. I have walked in my integrity. In verse 11, I will walk in my integrity. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got this idea of whether it's what vindicate, I guess, or um, judge. Uh, In verse one, he calls for that. I see that echoed back with the idea of redeem in Mm -hmm. verse 11, the deliverance there.
1: Um, I think it also g- corresponds with the, my foot stands on level ground.
0: Well, and then you've got in verse one, I will not slip. And then in verse 12, my foot stands oh, yeah. ever mm-hmm. on level ground. So mm-hmm. that's quite, that one really jumps out at me.
1: I think the other thing here, and this one's not as obvious because like the integrity inclusio is obvious because it's the same word. Right. Right. And it's easy to see the not slip and level ground because those concepts are so right there parallel. With your, with your standing. But the part of the inclusio that's easier to miss is verse 3 mm-hmm. with verse 11. For your steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. And in verse 11, be gracious to me, or as the New King James said, be merciful, be to, merciful me. to me. Now, the reason why this one is not quite as obvious is because the words themselves are not parallel, and... And it doesn't necessarily give us the parallel picture, but what we actually do is have a parallel reference Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there in verse 3 and in verse 11. When it talks about the steadfast love and faithfulness, and then it talks about the graciousness or mercifulness, those are references back to Exodus 34, verses 6 and 7, where God declares his name okay and god of course as he descends and he passes by moses and he says to him the lord the lord a god merciful and gracious slow to anger abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness Mm -hmm. forgiving iniquity transgression and sin And abounding in steadfast love to the thousandth generation, depending on the translation, sometimes uh, some translations just say to thousands. And of course, there's the part about that uh, by no means clearing the guilty, Mm -hmm. but visiting iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children Mm -hmm. to the third and fourth Mm -hmm. generation. But what we have is this inclusio, this parentheses, if you will, this bookend at the beginning, at the end, that brings up this reference back to God's nature, God's declaration of who he is. And I think that's really important for us to understand the psalm.
0: Well, it is. And so let's drill down then on he is gracious or he is merciful there in his name. And we're kind of beginning with that and and, and ending with that also. And yet, I, you know, I, and I see it. I definitely see it in verse 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. But earlier in the psalm, particularly in the first couple of verses, you've got judge me or vindicate me examine me, Mm -hmm. try me, Um, we can trust in God's goodness that he'll be merciful towards us in these things, but those words I don't often associate with grace. Those sound more like the challenges in my walk of faith.
1: On the surface, as we read through that, if we're not reading slowly and carefully, what we might hear from that is David saying, look at me, I've been good enough to dwell in your house. And so put me to the test, me, put me to it. the test, and you will see. Mm. I have been everything I am supposed to be. Try me, prove me, test me. And
0: But, you, you know, even when you say that, that sounds like a kind of
1: arrogance that doesn't sound like David. <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> so, number one, the arrogance doesn't sound like David. And number two, we know David. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I mean, may, you know, of course, we could probably pull that whole, well, this may have been written earlier. Um, yeah. And of course, if it's written when I said I thought it was written, it would have been before his major sins, but not before he sinned. You know, yeah. there's other Psalms that highlight, look, everybody sins. So so th- that kind of leads us back to, okay, what is going on here?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And here's what I think we need to recognize, th- this connection between the Psalms. I was actually talking to somebody the other day who said they had heard about our podcast and they kind of wanted to start listening, but they noticed we were on Psalm 24, 25 at the time when, when I was talking to them. And they said, boy, boy, that seems like a lot to go through to catch up. And what I highlighted was, oh, you don't have to do that. I mean, if you want to, that's great. I, sure. I think Psalms 1 through 25 have been wonderful. I think you probably want to listen to them if you have time. But the great thing about the Psalms is each Psalm is its own literary unit. So sure. when we're talking about each Psalm, each each new week, we're it's like starting over. Yeah. And so that's great. However, as we've been going through this conversation, we've said it before, and I have no doubt we'll keep saying it as we keep going through these psalms, I am noticing more than ever before, like, series and connections and, and building. And I think we're seeing that here. We mentioned it yesterday. Psalm 23 ends with, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. forever. Yeah. Psalm 24 basically asks the question, but who gets to dwell in the house mm-hmm. of the Lord? And then in last week's psalm, Psalm 25, the it was this anticipated objection. Yeah, but I've already blown that. Mm -hmm. If, If Psalm 24 says, I get to dwell in the house of the Lord when I have pure hands and an innocent heart, a clean heart... But I've, I've already defiled my hands. So, oh, it's good that you have a merciful God. And do you remember the argument that was made? The argument was basically made out of Exodus 34, 6 and 7. Mm-hmm. Because of what we learn in Exodus chapter 34, verses 6 and 7, we remember that we serve a merciful, gracious God who has made a covenant with his people, mm-hmm. and his covenant says, I will forgive you. Mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. forgive sins and iniquities and transgressions. And so because I forgive sins and iniquities and transgressions, you can still climb up my holy hill. You can ascend to my holy house and you can dwell with me in my holy mansion is what God is saying. And so then we get to Psalm 26 and David is claiming I'm one of those people, but his claim is not. I'm one of those people because I'm so amazing. I'm one of those people because I have walked according to what? Your steadfast love and notice not my faithfulness, your faithfulness. And this now some folks would say, yeah, but that word's actually truth. Well, it is interpreted that way and translated that some that way in some contexts. But when we're tying it together with the steadfast love, it is a reference back to God's declaration of his own nature and his own character. And what David is saying is, I am one of these people who is one of your covenant people who has walked according to your steadfast love and your faithful faithfulness. I am surrendering to your covenant. Mm-hmm. I am following you. And I am relying on your steadfast love and faithfulness. And so it ends with
0: be gracious. Yeah, certainly he makes that declaration that I've been walking with you and pursuing your love and your steadfast love and graciousness. Um, In contrast with verse four, I've not sat down with the idolatrous. Mm -hmm. I'm not going in with the hypocrites. It is about God. It is about his nature. It is
1: about his way. And ultimately, His grace. Yeah, it's not a declared de- in His name. It's not a. De- and I know, I th- obviously, time's getting away from us. We'll have to talk about the integrity aspect of it in another conversation. Um, He's not declaring moral perfection. He's declaring that he's able to do this because of the grace of God. In fact, I I think if we go back to Psalm 5, I think it is, uh, he talks about the fact that it is by his steadfast love that he gets to enter the house of God. And so I think that's very, very important uh, for us to recognize as well. But here's one of the things before we just wrap up today that I think is important for us to recognize. You you actually asked earlier about this prove try and test. Yeah, and that does not sound very gracious. Mm-hmm. And and I think this is one of those places where we have to. I have to. Maybe I shouldn't sweep with a broad broom here. I have to shift my outlook on life Mm -hmm. and my outlook on what is positive and what is negative god's word will do that to us if we'll let it (laughs) so a lot of times when we hear prove try and test we think of tests in the sense like we took tests in high school yeah we're gonna you know we're gonna make you sit down and you're gonna put all these answers on the page and i'm gonna see how good you are
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and there is some aspect of this testing and proving that is the idea of i'm going to do some things to find out what is there But there's another aspect of this testing, trying, and proving that is really profound, especially in this context. And that is is that it's like the refiner's fire, the Mm -hmm. smelter, who takes the gold, puts it in the crucible, sets fire beneath it, melts it, and the dross rises to the top, and then the silversmith or the goldsmith or the metallurgist is able to scrape the junk off Mm -hmm. and make the metal pure. Mm -hmm. And so when he says, prove me and try me and test me, It's not just, let me show you how amazing I am. It also includes, and get rid of the junk that's not amazing. Purify me. I'm walking according to your steadfast love and faithfulness, because this is the kind of God you are. Mm -hmm. You take me where I am Mm -hmm. because you forgive, but what you also do is you improve me. You Mm -hmm. purify me. You make me pure, and so I'm asking you not just to look at how good I am, but to find the parts of me that aren't good and get rid of them. Why? Because I'm focused on your steadfast love and faithfulness. And I want to lift up hands, cleanse with innocence. Yes. And enter that holy hill. Because I'm appealing to you and to Mm -hmm. your grace as the basis for why I actually get to be in this house. And so, Lord, I love your grace. I think you said something
0: tremendous there about how even God's grace can shift the way we look at the world and
1: <laughs> some of the things we're experiencing in it. And, and notice that the grace sometimes is the fire. Mm-hmm. I rarely view the fire that I go through as the grace, but, but that's... But, but that, that's what does the purifying. It's that testing. It's that trying. It's that proving
0: mm-hmm. that
1: makes me the person that is now allowed to be in this holy hill. Mm-hmm. And that's not because of me. That's because of him. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's because of him.
0: So... I love your grace. Well, we appreciate so much all of you who've uh, listened to the conversation today. Let us know what you're learning as you read the Psalms or other passages of Scripture. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Edwin, why don't you lead us in a prayer?
1: Holy God, we love your grace. We love your house. We want to walk in your house, and we are so thankful that you test us, that you prove us, that you try us. Lord, we know That means that you will put us in the fire. We know that means that where we bear fruit, you start to prune, and you pull out your shears, and you start cutting off the bits that that aren't bearing fruit. And we understand that that is actually your grace. And we pray for that grace in our lives, because that makes us more like you. It makes us more like your Son and your Spirit, and it makes us more those people who can dwell on your holy hill. We love your house, Lord, and we want to be in it forever. We pray for your grace, your steadfast love, your faithfulness. Redeem us from all those who would turn us away from you. Redeem us from all the hardships that would keep us away. Bring us into your home. We love you, Lord God. Thank you for loving us first. Through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. Have a fantastic steady, day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.